0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The S Word Live! My name is Renee Rebar, Sales Strategist, TEDx speaker and author and I am coming to you live today to stop being salesy, but still sell more. (laughs) How do you do that? Let me know in the comments if you've ever felt, oh geez, I don't want to send that email or I don't want to send that PM or DM I don't want them to think that I'm being too salesy or if I post about it again, geez, they're gonna think I'm being super salesy. So if you've ever felt like, oh goodness gracious, I I don't wanna be salesy, let me know in the comments if you've ever felt like that. So I have clients that tell me that they feel like that all the time. So if you have felt like that, you are definitely not alone. And having been in the sales world for the last 25 years, I can tell you that I work with a lot of experts and even women that have 10, 20, 30 years of experience in their field and have amazing offers to share with the world still feel a little tentative that they might not be enough. So let's dive into this topic because it's definitely a thick one. So if you've ever felt, oh my goodness, I don't want to be salesy, but you still want to sell more, the idea here is to find that key balance between promotion, giving, and inviting. Right? So let me ask you this: have you ever had that I know I do, (laughs) that uncle, I have an uncle Timmy, who, you know, no matter when he calls, it's only when he wants something. He wants to borrow something, he needs to he needs us to give him something. Right, so we don't want to be, do you have anybody like that? That's like that uncle or that friend or that person? You know, you don't want to be that person who only sends an email when they're launching a new program. You don't want to be that person that you only see them in their newsfeed when they're trying to sell you something, right? So do you know anybody like that where you only see emails, posts, or you only get a call from them when they need something from you? Let me know in the comments if you ever have felt that you know someone like that because we definitely don't wanna be that person. Whenever I see my Uncle Timmy's number go through, I'm like, either somebody died or he wants to borrow the truck, right? I mean, that's basically, it's like eye roll, ugh. So because most of us have that experience of feeling like that, that there's someone in our life who is that way, we're very aware that we don't want to be that way. So when it comes to selling for ourselves as coaches, consultants, done for you service providers, agency owners, we are acutely aware that there is a fine line between over asking and not asking enough. The challenge is, where is it? So I wanna give you three key, very specific to, milestones to consider when making that decision. And this is something that I talk to my clients about all of the time. So the number one number one thing is definitely stop being too salesy. In other words, don't only communicate with people that are in your audience, in your group, in your email, social posts, when you want something or when you're selling something. So I have, for example, this one particular client, she's like, well, I'm not selling anything right now. I'm like, okay. You still need to connect with your audience and communicate with them and continue to ask them questions to put in the effort, right? We've all been in relationships where it felt one-sided. Well, this is the same way. You and your audience, you are in a relationship. You're welcome. <laughs> Congratulations. Maybe you change your relationship status on your social media. Hello, Irina. Hello, Erin. Nice to see you. Say hello as you join. Thank you all for joining live. Whether you're listening live or on the replay, say hello for sure. And help me along with answering these questions. Because it oftentimes feels like we're alone. Like we're the only one that feels this way, or the only one this is happening to. And clearly, I can tell you that's not the case. So that's the number one thing is definitely don't only show up when you want something. Number two, give value. Well, this is something I'm saying, but also have 300,000 other people today said the same thing. Give value, what does that mean exactly? Well, I like I said before, I work with a lot of experts. I mean, they forget on a daily basis more than most people will ever know about the topic that they're an expert in. Uh, for me, it's sales. For arena it's energy coaching. For Erin, <laughs> it's Disney World. So those particular people that I work with, for example, they are so elevated with their depth and breadth of knowledge that when I say give value to them, They want to talk for 35 minutes about a one one topic, when in reality the person that's on the other side in their audience, they really only need three or five minutes of that same topic condensed and bullet pointed out. So for example, when I work with someone and even like these S Word live shows, I am giving lots of value. I'm giving you scenarios, I'm giving you questions to ask yourself, I'm giving you frameworks, perspectives to consider. That's all important to begin the thought process to make the decisions so that you can stop being salesy and sell more at the same time. So this is giving value. This is my way. The S Word live show is my, and when I work with clients, I call it anchor content. And that's something that I created and coined when I was figuring out how to teach women how to give value. What does it actually mean? So for me, I spend up to 10 minutes a week giving fresh live conversations, specific scenarios about one topic that I keep hearing over and over again from that week of working with my clients one-on-one in my mastermind and in my programs. So that is what I'm doing. So what does that look like for you? It oftentimes is you framing a specific scenario, having an analogy, having a question that you have seen come up often that week with your own clients and work, And then posing it to your audience saying, here's a scenario. What would you do? Have you ever felt this way? Here are some questions that I went through with my clients this week to help them come to the same conclusion. So in this case, with giving value, it's oftentimes what you know. It's, hey, if you had this scenario, have you considered this? So in your case, what is that this? Maybe you have a freebie. Maybe you have a blog post. Maybe you have people that ask you questions in your audience. That is where I would start to give value. Say, here's the question. Here's what I think of it. Here's why I think it's so important. And here is what you should do next to be able to continue the conversation with me. And so that is what we call a call to action. And that's always at the end of our blog posts, our podcasts, and our live streams. So, that all being said, that is number two, give value. Now, number three, this is the one that everybody starts quaking in their boots about, and that is (laughs) invite. Invite. Eventually, you do have things to sell. Like, my one client says, I'm not selling anything right now. Hey, I get it. You still are nurturing, you're giving value, but when you are ready to invite, sending out that email, posting that post on social media channels, PMing certain people and personally inviting them to, to conversations about an offer you might have, that is only appropriate when you when you've built the value in right when you've built that relationship when you show up so if you're showing up consistently giving value having conversations connecting with your people this is why i love having a facebook group this is why i love having an email list this is why i love having an audience on social media because i can continue to give value to you so that when i do have an invitation to a retreat that I'm running or a mastermind or a new offer, at least you're willing to listen because I don't only show up just to offer you things, right? It's not always a a hook and and a bait and a switch and a, Hey, buy this thing. There is a ton of value. I get this. If you're getting this too, if you're getting this, I get this all the time. Hey, Renee, I learned so much from you from just your free content. Thank you so much. I'm already making progress. I can't wait to see what your paid programs look like. I'm looking forward to being in that person in the future. So like, that's the kind of advice that I can give you that if you're doing it right, there's a little litmus test. If you're doing it right and only inviting after you've given value, you will get conversations like that coming your way. So hello Anna, hello Irina, hello Linda, nice to see you. Thank you again for joining me live. Say hello in the comments. And as you follow along with these three key components to stop being salesy and still sell more, let me know in the comments what questions come up for you. If, and if, of course, you know, comments are comments and this will live a long time. You can always reach out. Guess what? Get on my email list. Even if you don't want that freebie, get on my email list. I email them all the time. Follow the bot that I have. I'm going to continue to communicate with you about giving value and the offers that come up. Wouldn't you want to be the first to know? And that's what you should be sharing with your audience too. Hey listen, I promise I will show up and give value. All you have to do is continue the conversation with me, and when you're ready, we can figure out how we can help each other's businesses. And remember that every person you're connecting with in your audience isn't always gonna be a paying client. Some of them are fantastic collaborators and connectors for other projects that you hadn't even thought of yet. So be open to all the possibilities and continue the conversation. I'm so excited to see you here. Have a great week, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.